Bum, 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 bum. It's cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone, more or less. Let me fly far away from here. Fun, 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 bum, 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 Goldfish nibbling at my toes. Fun, 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 Hello, Smegheads. My name's Jed Shepherd. And I'm Daniela Phillips. Thanks very much for joining us once again for Smegheads, the Red Dwarf podcast. Um, this is episode five of series five. Yep. Episode V of series V. Yep. If, if, you, if you like that kind of thing. If you're Latin. If, if you're Latin and if you're dyslexic, maybe. So um, this is um, one of the worst episodes of... Red Dwarf. I'm glad you said that. I'm yeah. so glad you said that. See, because I'm glad that you said that as well, because in my mind, everything that's rubbish, you'll th- you think is the best. No. It's better than Queen, it's better than Queen. I did not like this episode at all. Okay, that's good. I mean, there are some elements in it that I will that I find amusing. Okay, I'm looking forward to hearing where they are, because I've watched <laughs> okay. it twice now, and I couldn't find any. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you when they come along. Um, but this is, yeah, I mean, I think that the problem with this one is it's in a series that's considered one of the best if not the best series of red dwarf yeah. so if there's any sign of a clunker in there anywhere it's, it's gonna, gonna kind stand of, out yeah it's gonna be amplified um, i mean chris barry in the basque was possible that's but, the only thing uh, i like we've come straight to it that's yeah, the only thing okay, i like his okay, performance yeah. in a basque and because when it, again when you're when you're a kid you don't know what's going on there what is going on the only time you ever see that is if you stay in the in the 90s is when you stay up uh, late and watch channel 4 and watch euro trash the, 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 or the red shoe diaries <laughs> red shoe diaries yeah if you had sky one um i thought that's channel 4 i think and they originally sky one oh, then moved okay. to uh yeah well, well, Channel Five. Or we'll talk about it on, on on our Richard Diaries podcast <laughs> yeah, at a later date. <laughs> David Duchovny. So um, this episode, we've gone straight in, haven't we? Yeah. Okay. How are you, Daniela? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm offended. You didn't ask. It's I'm a lot of admin pr- to get through. Let's I'm do it. Pretty good. It's a lot of admin. I yeah. had an awesome evening last night. I met Bill Bryson. Did you? Was he wandering around? Authors. No. I was went, he lost? No. I where, went where, where to, did you meet him? I went to a um, interview with him at Waterstones in Piccadilly. Okay, nice. Um, and then he signed his book afterwards and I chatted to him and he was a very okay. nice guy. I gave him my business card because he was really interested. For, for in, what purpose? He was really interested in trains and crossrails. So okay. Um, anytime I bring up trains, you say, no, I don't work in trains. I don't I don't deal with trains. Yeah, but but yeah, when Bill Bryson... Yeah, yeah I deal with trains Bill he could put me in his next book. Could he? Yeah. So I offered to give him a tour and I gave him my business card. And uh, You are yeah. such a flirt, Daniela Phillips. Not a flirt. I'm just a mega fan of his. Okay. I've read nearly all his books. I read that one, The, the Complete History of Nearly Everything. Okay, I haven't read that one. <laughs> one of his biggest ones. No, but I like his travel ones. Oh, okay. So um, I read m- most of his travel ones. Yeah. He did the um, the audiobook of that as well, The Complete History of Nearly Everything. It's so... 
it's so informative. Yeah, yeah, I must, read, I must read it. But... Yeah, it's good. Um, what else have you been up to besides stalking um, I authors? I was stalking him. Uh, what else have I been up to? I can't actually remember. Okay. But, uh, I guess for people listening, this has only been about five minutes since you last heard us. So yeah. time is, is, is nothing. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jed? What have you been up to? Um, I've been up to a lot. So I've, I, I've been producing another podcast for yep. a group of people. It's yeah, the al- post-pop office was an absolute tip when we came in. Yeah, today. I should have really cleaned up. It was like a week ago. Um, Messy boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's an Alan Partridge podcast, which, and it's it's brilliant. And um, I don't speak in it. Uh, well, uh, very Even better. V- what? <laughs> I'm only in it very. I'm, I'm the producer, so they call me producer Jed. So I do a little bit in it, but it's a very entertaining. If you like Smakeheads, um, but you want more facts, and it will have all the post pop charm, um, but without me speaking, and really. Without me. There's a lot, yeah, about you. There's a lot of uh, drinking that goes on during it. Um, a lot of drinking games, a lot of made-up games. Quite different to what like our podcast. Yeah, we're I'm drinking water. Here with water and iced tea. And the subway, yeah. And I complained about the sugar content. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Daniela, just before this, she was going through Google. Oh my God, twelve spoonfuls of sugar in my iced tea. You know, I've been <laughs> drinking it like it's water. Um. Yeah. That's what else have? Oh, I guess you, you guys have probably known by now that my Star Wars gig's been announced it's called cantina or hashtag cantina if you're down with the kids um and it's going going to be at the o2 in london on july 14th which is the same is the day before the celebration um convention the star wars celebration and it's basically going to be three bands two star wars related bands and then one mega famous band that have sold nine million records one ivan novellos mm, uh headline glastonbury <laughs> uh worked for star wars before um on a soundtrack uh, but yeah, if you know who I am, then you probably know who this band is. Um, but yeah, they're going to play. Um, there's going to be lots of interactive stuff. There is going to be Star Wars cocktails, so you can drink wow, blue milk, I'm Star Wars food, loads and loads of like stormtroopers wandering around, like kicking you in the face and stuff. Um, it's going to be incredible, and you'll hear a lot about it, not from just me, but from the Star Wars community. Um, I'm going on a Star Wars podcast. Really? Yeah, Jedi News, which is like one of the biggest ones. And they didn't talk- ask me. Yeah, I need to like really brush up on like my, my specific Star Wars like knowledge. Like I know like I know Star Wars, but maybe I don't know like every little character's the backstory. Yeah. So if anyone can help me on that, just tweet me some good facts about Star Wars if if you want to. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a, an amazing night. There'll be special guests galore. Um, Daniela will be there. I will. Not as I a special will. guest, just, Aww, just as a guest. Can I not go on stage? <laughs> Do what? I don't know, sing something. Okay, yeah. People I'm going to write money, a Star Wars song. Okay, we've got one of that. Someone who's written a Star Wars song is going to be on stage I'm, as well. I'm going to um, dress up as an e- Ewok. Okay, you can do that. Yeah. Um, and do the hubnub song. Yeah, he said he wants to <laughs> do that. I'm not sure how that will go down. I think it would go down brilliantly. Okay. Um, Sell but more tickets, I think, if you advertise the fact. It's going to be sold out in 10 seconds anyway. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not just saying. Do I have saying. to buy a ticket? No. Okay, no, good. You don't. <laughs> just clarify that. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, yeah, so that's that. What else have we been up to? I've been seeing loads of bands and stuff, but let's get on. Let's crack on with this amazing episode. Yeah. So demons and angels, right. Do you believe in demons and or angels? I believe in angels and demons. The, uh, the Tom Dan Hanks Brown, movie, uh, yeah. That's just <laughs> absolute dog poo. Oh, the book's good. 
No, Dan Brown can't write. Oh, come on. Is, he, 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 he writes from the, like he's like six years old doing I, like a My, I find my him, Last Summer. I find him entertaining. I like him. I like his books. I don't know. He steals all of his ideas as well. Really? No original stuff. Oh. Yeah. I think just the demons is set in Rome and it's Yeah, really I cool. like Rome. Doesn't yeah. mean I have to like that stuff. I mean, I watched the film and the film is beyond awful. Yeah, yeah. I and this has come from someone that. who's involved with the Birdemic franchise. And uh, Tom worse Hanks' than that. hair in that film. Oh my goodness. Just Tom Hanks in, oh, in general. You should, should leave Ron Howard alone. It's going to be a sequel to it. They're fi- I think they might be. Fi- I don't know if they filmed it already. Have the, they? But, um, Ron Howard, what, what was the doing? book? What's the book that's set in DC? The the the, the one he released afterwards. Silence of the Lambs. No, no, no idea. I don't it's know. Professor Langdon. That's his name, isn't it? That was Professor a Game Boy Lang- game, isn't it? Langdon. No, yeah. but we digress. Um, yes, uh, demons and angels. I um, was brought up Catholic, which means I I don't like anything to do with like religion or anything like that now, and so I don't believe in the concept of demons or angels. Well, I was brought up Catholic as well, yeah. but I still have a belief system in place, unlike you. Yeah. You um, I don't know if I necessarily believe in demons and angels, though. Do you think Harry Potter's real? Just out of curiosity. No. Okay, cool. Just checking this. No. Same, same thing. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, I'm afraid. Okay. Do you think Red Dwarf's real? No. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> but you believe in, in there's demons and there's angels? No, I said that I don't. Oh, okay, yeah. right, right. No, no. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> I said I didn't. Right, okay. So remember I told you that story about the psychic woman who told me that I had like an an- a, a guardian, guardian angel. angel? yeah. Yeah, so... It's a nice... I think it's a nice comforting thought to think that there's somebody there watching over you. Also scary, like, stop watching me. I know. Yeah, who knows what I'm getting <laughs> yeah. up to. Um... <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> this episode um, is awful. So we're going to try and blast through it better than we have done already. We're just yeah, rambling yeah. on. So um, it involves another piece of uh, machinery that Red Dwarf has made up called the Triplicator. And this Triplicator is a device that they've adapted from the, the Matter Paddle, which they used in, in the previous yeah. previous uh, series. Return. Yeah, which is great. So they've adapted it. Um, and what it does now is it triplicates things. And not only that, it doesn't triplicate it in the same format. It makes one terrible copy and one great copy. And yeah. that's illustrated by the fact that they do it to a strawberry and one is great and tasty and beautiful it's a perfect representation of what it should be yeah like a marks suspenses and then an imperfect yeah representation like a little one i like little don't diss little yeah two months i was in there the other day and they sell duct tape for one pound 99 little is amazing yeah you know i'll take that back what supermarket would justify me uh saying bad things about them tesco that's true. Tesco's awful. I've never shot there. Yeah. I know. They, I, I, I quite like Tesco sometimes. Um, but yeah. Maggoty. Are you saying that Tesco has maggoty food yes. stuff? Okay. That's fair enough. I'm not going to argue. But yeah. So so this is how the, uh, the episode starts. And you know full well this is going to be applied to something else. Be it a person or be it an object later on in the episode. So they decide to see what would happen if they reverse the process. Um, and obviously, as this is Red Dwarf, it might not turn out as, as well as they, they think. Um, <laughs> and it basically makes everything explode um, around the science room. And at first, they don't think anything's happened. You know when you've kind of done something wrong and you think, oh, I've got away with that. And then it all just comes back in, in your face. Have you, have you, no. That must happen no. to you all every single really? day. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think so. 
you know. I don't do a lot wrong, though. <laughs> I, see, I, oh, right, okay, you're saying you're <laughs> an angel and I'm that's a demon. What, what do you do that's wrong? I've been trying to get this out for you for five series. What is the worst thing that you can remember doing? I've not done anything terrible. The thing is, I know you have. Um, I remember stuff you've told me. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to say it on the podcast. What have I, what have I said? I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> Danielle I'm is like worried. I'm really now. confused. I'm not going to say anything on the podcast. You're talking about when I dressed up as Jessica Fletcher? <laughs> no, that's not bad. That's a great thing. I know. I more people should do that. I know. Um, is she still alive? Yes. Okay, I went cool. to see um, Angela Lansbury in, uh, at the theatre last year. Yeah, she but was that was awesome. a whole year ago, and she's like yeah, on her she's last 80. legs. She's uh, a remarkable woman. What's, what's her best performance uh, in anything? Oh, it's got to be Murder, She Wrote. Uh, it is In the Company of Wolves, the I've film. I've not seen that. She's great in it. Oh, okay, I must, I must watch it. She plays the grandmother to uh, a, a Red Riding Hood type character, oh. which is great. So, explosions everywhere, and they realise that Red Dwarf is about to self-destruct. <gasps> Uh-oh, no more Red Dwarf. Oh, no, what, what do we do? I don't know. No more podcasts, that oh, means. No. Um, so they. <laughs> Sorry, that's so really they, like that. I didn't mean that. Sound people, like that. People would cry. Aww. So they get into Starbug, and they escape, and they, they think nothing's going to happen, but boom, Red Dwarf explodes. The end. Red Dwarf explodes, um, and they think, "Okay, this is this is the worst thing that could possibly happen." They'll never get home to Earth any now, even though only Lister really comes from Earth. Um, and that's when they see three, sorry, two identical ships, and instantly you know one of them's going to be the ideal Red Dwarf, and one of them's going to be the terrible Red Dwarf. Yeah. Okay, and Daniela, this leads me to the question. Yeah. I've got a few questions surrounding this okay. to make the episode because this is a rubbish episode yeah, to agreed. make it a bit more interesting. Okay. I'm going to try and apply it to to, to real life. <laughs> so you're going to make a rubbish and a perfect copy of me. <laughs> yeah. So what would what would a rubbish and a perfect copy of you be like? So okay. So the perfect copy of me would yeah. be uh, thinner. My hair would be longer. Okay. Um, I would speak perfect queen's english you think you've got such a um thing about your voice I know, haven't I know, you yeah i uh, think a lot of people would disagree with that. i think oh, people like your voice thank you yeah um what else I can't think so so your idea of p- perfection is being skinnier and my hair longer you read too many women's magazines well no i I don't want to be like model stick thin i just want to be thinner i think and what would the worst version of you be then worst well it's gonna be fatter isn't it (laughs) and my hair shorter and my my voice even more common (laughs) oh see i i already think i am the worst oh we could say the best no the worst and the best but together (laughs) I can't, I can't even imagine, and I don't want to imagine. I don't expect you guys to imagine either, because it's terrible. Yeah, so in, in within the, the confines of Red Dwarf, um, they see the potential in going to um, a good copy of Red Dwarf and basically stealing stuff, which which is what everyone else would do as well. Mm. If I if there was the perfect version of Jed out there, I would be like, mate, give me your ideas. Let me go through your wallet. Tell me stuff. So you're basically going to mug him? No, but he'd give it to me because he's the perfect version. So he'd want to okay. help me. He'd let me like true, get off true. with his like supermodel girlfriend and stuff. Uh, but the worst version of me, um, I imagine he'd be stabby. Stabby. Yeah. Well, just stab people. 
I just, I don't know. You'd think that the worst version of me would... <laughs> just imagine you'd be a bit really stabby. Nice. I think the worst version of you would be, uh, would be a prostitute. How about... <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that what out. What are you saying? <laughs> My parents listen. I know, I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. I realise that's what I was saying. <laughs> no, leave it in. No. No, leave it in, Jed. Let, I, let the listeners know who you truly that's the worst, are. That's a, an alternate version of you, not the good version of you. So the good version would be I was an, a nun. I'm going to go, I'm going to be in trouble now, aren't I? <laughs> I um, yeah, so, so they go to the, um, they first off go to the good version um, of Red Dwarf and they look around and everything's perfect. And again, the idea of the perfect version of Red Dwarf, it just seems to be kind of white. Um, and, Very clinical. And religious. Yeah. What's that all about? Yeah, that's very um, It's, yeah, strange. it's just basically like a, a kind of a, a monk's retreat or something. And... Crichton lets them know that uh, the situation is kind of bleak um, and Starbug can't really make it to the next asteroid because it doesn't have enough fuel or air to survive the journey. Um, even if they, even if uh, Rimmer and Crichton do jettison Cat and Lister off the ship, they still won't make it to the asteroid. Um, if we were in an escape pod, Daniela, mm. right, and this is and this is your option, okay. Um, Either we had to get back to back to Earth, or or a, a planet that can breathe, or an asteroid that can let, let us breathe. Yeah. Um, and the asteroid is an hour away. Yeah. But we had fifty six minutes of air. Yeah. You have a button next to you that I can't see. Yeah. That is that says eject Jed. Yeah. And if you eject, if you eject me, you will definitely survive and get to somewhere where you can breathe. But it could be somewhere potentially you'd be by yourself or. Maybe no one can find the home in Beacon. Would you kill me to have a chance of surviving or would you definitely die with me on board? I choose option C, which is neither of us die. Okay. And we just adopt a shallow breathing method to make the oxygen last longer and then hold our breaths for the last couple of minutes. Good answer. But this was taken into account of shallow breathing and holding our breath. Well, I, I don't think you die without oxygen for four minutes do you Do you know how oxygen works i do you will die sh- pretty soon without oxygen i'm just wondering because you get people that enter contests of like how long they can hold their breath yeah but they're training for so long but we wouldn't be able to do it just off off just I'm when Google we wanted to how long a human can survive without oxygen I mean, someone's probably done it for up to like five six minutes i'm sure and i think david blaine did it for like 30 minutes or some rubbish like that but i don't think it's possible for anyone to survive for longer than okay well let them make it easy for you for daniela um we there's we're an hour away from an air breathing planet and uh we have 30 minutes of oxygen left but you'll have five to ten minutes okay taking that into account you'll basically die if i'm on board will you die with me on board or will you take your chances and i will never know because you have that button and i can't say well i'd have to take my chances You'll take your chances. Yeah. No, but you'll definitely die. Because there's only 30 minutes of air and we're an well, hour Well, hang away. on. You're saying we die together, I take my chances. So I take my chances. By killing me? Well, if the option is me definitely dying. Yeah. Or me surviving. I'm going to choose a surviving, aren't I? But you'll survive as a murderer. <laughs> but I didn't want to. You're, you're pushing me into this decision. I wanted to take my, take my chances and uh, hold, hold my breath. 
No, so you would actually murder me? Is that what we're saying? Well, yes. Otherwise, both of us die. And I would, I would. How would you I explain would, that my death but, would get to the other end? But I would expect you to do the same if you were in my position. Uh, uh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. I, would, I seriously wouldn't. Yeah, I, right. I would just. You'd rather like, die. I would just. Look, I would just like point us towards the sun and just go. Okay, let's go out like this. I don't want to go out like Thelma, that. Well, Thelma and Louisa up in space. I don't want to Thelma and Louisa. We've got a Thelma and Louisa. We let's not die just, just 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 looking at each other, just with like gormless faces going on. No. Well, no, that's why I, I chose to survive. <laughs> so you reject me? Unbelievable. Sorry, Jed. That's unbelievable. Take one for the team. It's Daniela Phillips, everybody. She is the worst version of herself. <laughs> She's the bad version of herself. Mwahaha. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, but they they decide to um, kind of like chance it together. Um, but then they notice that the triple locator did work. So they go onto the high version um, of Red Dwarf um, because they, what they want to do is they get the the good version of the triplicator and put it together with the other version on the, on the bad ship tri- triplicator and with their original version. And together that will make a complete version that will get them back Red dwarf um so yeah so this um high ship as it's known is um is just the best version of red dwarf relaxing music bright surroundings um just the air is more pure i think they say and just smells nice and everything's perfect um yeah and it seems like really religious they're wearing robes robes and like to me that is not my idea of perfection having to be kind of subservient to everybody else because they were just like real i guess they're trying to replicate their idea of what humanity thinks heaven might look like well just people just like just like pandering to you and just being absolute soppy wet leaves sponges not not necessarily in their behaviour, but visually. I guess the whole white thing, yeah, yeah and the, and the, kind of the music, yeah. it is quite heavenly. Um, but also, surely there would be like some ladies there as well, if it's if it's the Red Wolf crew's idea of heaven. Well, it's not their idea of heaven, it's a replication. So, so there's no like there's conscious no, thought put into it, it's just no, an exact... I'm just thinking right. the writers are probably... Okay. ...put their idea of what heaven would look like. Yeah. Or... Humans think traditionally heaven would look like. What would you think? You don't believe in heaven, do you? Yes. You do. Yes. Okay. What's in heaven? I don't know. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> that noise. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you think like you get to see everyone who's who's died and stuff? And I don't know. Okay. I just think that there's. I know you don't I, know. I, I'm, I, not, I'm <laughs> sure you don't know. But like, what do you think? I just think that there there is something else, but I don't know what that might be just blackness and the bleakness of no, being dead i hope not i hope not okay well if if there is a heaven come back and haunt me um well if it's a heaven i wouldn't be able to come back and haunt you would i you'd be able to do anything you want have you not seen those films where the angels come down to like help people i thought you said you don't believe in angels i don't but if you do then come back and help me <laughs> i don't believe in angels <laughs> oh yeah that's true yeah um so yeah, so the version of uh, the crew on on this high ship is vastly they're different. very annoying, extremely annoying. It's like that one kind of friend who um, has a baby and keeps posting loads of baby pictures. Oh. To, to that one friend, Those, that the, twenty yeah. friends. No, it's fine if you do it once once a week. I'll give you that. Maybe maybe once every few days. Not. 
20 a day. Do you know what's really annoying? With the same exact expression. The babies only have one expression. When you're friends with the husband and the wife on Facebook and they send pictures Stereo to each other. Stereo baby photos. Uh, of the baby. And I just think, why don't you just like message them? Yeah. Or like wait till they get home? Because what? they want everyone else to see they've <laughs> yeah, had exactly. a baby as well. Look what we've done. <laughs> So, uh, also, besides the fact that all of the crew of Red Dwarf on this high ship are just white robe wearing, almost like cult members, brainwashed cult members. Also, there are other surprises too. Um, in fact, the pot, an edible pot noodle. Though I love pot noodle. And I, I think it's all edible. Every single flavour of pot noodle is awesome. Um, and as we saw in Marooned, they don't really like pot noodle in Red Dwarf. The writers don't. And uh, they make fun of it as much as possible. But I love it. So um, but even on the bow chip, I would eat, I would eat a pot noodle. Okay. It'd probably have like a lump of like diarrhoea in it as well. Ooh. Even though there are no usually no lumps in diarrhoea. Um, it's usually just <laughs> Thanks for quite clarifying, soft. Jen. Oh, that's gross. Like chocolate ice cream. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> these higher selves um, try to kind of like indoctrinate um, the old crew of Red Dwarf into their ways, but I don't think like the crew of Red Dwarf are really into it. I know if I get someone come up, come up to me on the street and talking about Jesus and things like that, I kind of shy away a little bit. I'm polite, but I just don't want to know. I remember someone knocked at my door once to, t- to tell me about Jesus. Have you let Jesus into your life? And I was like, go away. Why, why are you bothering me on a Sunday? Yeah, it's a it's a strange thing. I think religion should be a private thing. I necessarily think you should go and try and inflict it on people. Yeah, though I do have good religious friends. I have uh, one very religious uh, friend, this Jamaican woman, who doesn't believe in dinosaurs because yeah, it's not in the Bible. And I love her a lot because I just go to her, tell me about the th- how you don't believe in dinosaurs, and and she tells me, oh, it's it's. It's brilliant just to have... What about the bones? What about the bones? Oh, no, no, they're just tricks. Just people tricking. I was like, right, okay. Elaborate Uh, trick. (laughs) Yeah. But she's got an answer. She's literally got an answer for everything. Mm. Everything. It's brilliant. It's brilliant to have a belief system because I don't really... I don't believe in anything kind of like magical and mystical. Don't believe in aliens. Even robots. No, I believe that one day they'll take us over, I guess, but they're all man-made. So, and they're around now. Um, I want to believe. <laughs> you like Fox Mulder. Yeah. And if you do too, please check out X-Ray to the X-Files podcast. <laughs> Good segue. On the Post-Pop Network. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, they, together with the um, the higher selves, go check out the low version of the ship, which is obviously the exact opposite um, of the high version. It's miserable. It's dark. And it looks like... Nothing um, works. Yeah. It looks like a venue in Camden, like after... like Oh, a, Camden's grotty. It's it's kind of gross. I'm actually probably going to pop there tomorrow to go to the last independent film shop in London. You guys should check it out and and spend your money there because it's about to die. The very last independent film shop in London. It's in Camden Market, um, up some stairs, hidden away. It's called Up the Video Junction. My little segue there. Um, Yeah, so it looks like a grotty Camden uh, venue covered in spit and other bodily fluids. And it looks absolutely disgusting. Um, And the low versions of of themselves are just just pretty rank. We see... Yeah, although to be fair, I'd probably prefer to spend time with them than the the perfect version. (laughs) I don't know, because the perfect version would probably do loads of stuff for you, wouldn't they? They would like, I don't know. I don't know, they're just so annoying. 
Yeah, they are exactly, and, and I guess with the low version, they kind of what you see is what you get. You kind of know what you're getting with them. Um, so, for instance, we see cat with like big long teeth, like he's a kind of a saber toothed yeah. tiger or he's something. Like some, a sort of cannibal as well. He's like eating, he's eating bloody meat yeah. and stuff. Um, but where did it, that bloody meat must have come from? I from think where was I that meant was, to be a, a human? So um, I think uh, one of the perfect. I think was it. Oh, was, was he it one of the, one of the um, high high crew? Yeah, they 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 got killed. I know oh, they kill off the high crew one by one. Yeah. And is he, he actually I eating yeah, one of them? I, well, I that's what I that. assumed. Okay, I've seen this episode like a million times, and I didn't realise that. I thought it was just random bloody meat. But there you go, Daniela Phillips with coming out with some Red Dwarf facts. Daniela Phillips one L. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, we just get weird. Vo- like the the low version of Crichton is just a bit dirtier. He's silver as well, which is I don't know if it's silver or if it was. Or... Yeah, if it's just shiny, and I was just thinking that's just some kind of like lubricant or something. Mm, oh, I think it's just a different colour. Yeah, which is a bit weird. And Lister, the low version of Lister, is kind of like a cowboy kind of like weird yeah. version i didn't really kind of get him but he kind of like hisses and kind of like has that funny laugh um and then the thing that everybody loves um and it's the best bit of the episode is the reveal of rimmer in his low form which is a basque and cha- well like a feather boa and just lingerie he basically looks a bit like Frankenverter. Very much so. Is he, he's wearing lipstick as well, and he just wants to. He just wants to do everyone. It's Which is kind of insulting, I think. W- to, to who? To fact. Who that is this insulting then? I think insults um, transvestites personally. Okay. Why? Um, because it's saying that this this is like the imperfect bad version. It's. I don't think it's making a commentary on transvestites. I just think. I just think it's the bad version of Rimmer himself. Because I, I, I guess if. But why would that be the bad version? Because maybe like deep down inside Rimmer, he has cross-dressing kind of ideas. But, why, but I don't. I don't see why that's a negative thing. Well, it's not negative to him, isn't it? He's enjoying himself. No, but we're we, we are seeing the, low the negative aspect. And that's been brought out as one of them. Um, again, I don't think it's a commentary on that lifestyle choice per <laughs> se. I just think it's just saying. I thought it was just a bit of a weird choice. I mean, I like, I liked it. It was yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say it didn't a, turn me on or anything, but it yeah, it was a, it was a, a one funny moment in a terrible episode. But at the same yeah. time, I thought it was a bit of a strange choice when you've got like a cannibal. A psychotic robot, and then to band Weird. a transvestite in with that group, I was like, mm. okay. So you think this is this is uh, Red Dwarf slamming gender bending? I, I don't can know. you say gender bending now? I you can't say anything, can you? So. <laughs> gender bending, I've said it. I just, I just think it was a bit of a mm. bit of a. I'm not sure about that, mate. Yeah, yeah. I can see what you mean, but this was the nineties. Anything, anything goes. The word was on Channel Four. They could do anything. And I, I never saw the word. Never saw the word. No. I used to have the word stickers on 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 the back of my it's Game Boy. Rubbish, That's how much I loved it. Wasn't it? Oh, it wasn't rubbish. Nirvana was on it. Nirvana was on the word. It, it, the word was great. Okay. It taught me a lot, and it had it had Amanda Decadene on it. 
Oh, it was great. Oh, yeah. So, um, Crichton and Cat, um, they kind of like split off into their own group. Uh, but they, they, there are some members of the High crew left. So, I don't think. Yeah, two. Yeah. Um, the High Lister and High Rimmer, um, which uh, the Low crew kind of dispatched by putting a spinal implant on our Lister. And he goes and he stabs them. And I quite like the special effects. It's kind of like his very basic special effects of when he stabs them, kind of just as. You don't actually see him stabbing, do you? He just Which I noticed. Kind of the psycho I'm guessing movement. they couldn't show that on the BBC. Well, also at like, that time, yeah. but it was it was just kind of him doing the mo- the motion, and then you see in the splatter on the. Yeah, it's also because like they probably couldn't afford the special effect <laughs> prosthesis. Well, you know, it's just you just have to have a knife that goes in, don't you? Yeah, but no, but <gasps> sorry. Well, go on. We're going to say. Um, did you read in that that just? completely remind me did you read in the the news i think it was yesterday about the school production of sweeney todd that went wrong what? and they actually cut the neck what in new zealand yeah well they accidentally cut kids necks yeah yeah well just one kid no a few i think well they just kept on going okay that one that kid's dead <laughs> no, i'm guessing it happened really at the effects. same same time but yeah it was shocking like, like what how how could that even happen oh that's crazy yeah, so um, they get stabbed and they basically die, but they are grateful that Lister took the time to uh, to kill them and uh, and is worried that uh, their blood has stained the the knife um, in Lister's hand, which is good riddance to them, to be honest. I know they're meant to be the good guys, but good riddance to them. I hated them. Annoying. I, re- I want to see more of the of the low the low creatures, and we do see a lot more of them because we see their kind of their their bunk. I think it's their bunk room or their drive room, and it is just a kind of palace of like destruction and just porn everywhere and it's just like my office really just just death and destruction everywhere besides the porn and the death and destruction um and it's just yeah it's just a right mess though to be honest the the normal version of red dwarf is quite messy and maybe not to this this extent what we have next is a lister being controlled by uh the lows to try and kill the rest of his actual crew but they kind of realize the fact so um because he warns them so Crichton chloroforms uh lister and knocks him out and Crichton suggests that the decay of the low ship is contagious since the coils on starbuck has depolarized i mean they can't take off before the low ship disintegrates so bad news um however they do, luckily for, for the future of Red Dwarf, they do have backups um, and uh, they get away in time. Um, and they basically have killed off all of the other versions of themselves. But that's fine because suddenly the two Red Dwarf copies disappear and what reappears in this place is our ever-loving, normal Red Dwarf. Whoop, whoop. Yay. Pretty good. Um, and Holly comes back as well, which is good and I was worried about as well. Because we forgot to mention that there were versions of Holly yeah, on, good on the Good and Bad ship. And the bad version of Holly... Hot as hell. Hot as hell. No, no comment to make. On Come on. She looked like she looks like uh like an eighties kind of new wave potty. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <gasps> Did you not think so? No, I don't really have a opinion on the hotness of Holly. Come so. on. Well, what do you think she looks better than she normally does? Mm, I didn't really clock it. This is the kind of thing that boys do when it, when 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 you ask when the girl asks, do you think he's hot, isn't he? And boy, go I don't know, I don't I don't think like that. Why why, he's, why are you being so defensive? Not defensive. It's like I I honestly didn't notice. You didn't notice how hot Holly was. No. 
hot as hell. Okay. I'll go back and watch it and no, you'll be blown away. No, I don't want to watch it again. Okay, yeah, it is a terrible episode. So, um, that isn't just the end though, because... Uh, as with a lot of these Red Dwarf episodes, uh, the Red Dwarf crew like to get revenge on their crew members when they've been um, when they've been um, when something bad happens uh, to them caused by one of their own, and uh, they basically leave the the spinal implant inside Lister and control him to smack himself about. But you forgot the um, the bad Lister had, uh, was head hidden away and jumped out. Oh, of the that's true. <laughs> the bad Lister was hidden away, and that's who was controlling the. Uh, normal lister to try and uh, kill his crew so yeah they get him back and they make him slap his own face and they said to can we just leave it in for a week if you could control me daniela um what would you do first what's the first thing you would do all right i'm so, i'm out in the street okay crowded street okay okay it's 10 p.m yeah and in front of me are um a priest a, a group of school children yeah um, a porn model girl, a um, and my parents. What would you do first if you can control me? I would steer you towards your parents. Okay. And um, make you hug them. See, they would know something was weird straight <laughs> away there. And then I would steer you home. And put you to bed early. (laughs) Okay. Without the TV, without Netflix on. Okay. To get a good night's sleep. Okay. That is not. (laughs) That is definitely not what you would do. If you were in the same same situation. What in front of a preschool children porn model and my parents? Yeah, I would take you straight to the priest so you can have confession, Daniela, because there's so much stuff that you're hiding from (laughs) from our listeners. Confession. Have you? Yes. Did you have to do penance for like a year? No, you don't have to do penance for a year. Did you? How many Hail Marys did you have to do? I can't remember. There weren't a lot. I used to have to make in school. Like, what 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 kind of sins have you done when you were in school? And you Not have to. A lot. Yeah, and you have to. I went to a Catholic school. We had to go to, to have confession every single week. I used to go and just make stuff up. In and that in itself is a sin, lying to a priest. But they were forcing me to. Otherwise, like, I would get in trouble for not going into confession. But everything's a sin, so it's so easy to confess to something. You wouldn't need to make anything up. But I did. I was like, um, yeah, I lied to my parents. I I'm sure that wasn't a lie. Probably not. <laughs> I like, stayed up past my curfew. I'm sure that wasn't a lie. I didn't have a curfew, because it was what I wanted. Okay. Um, and, yeah. Stop forcing kids to go to confession, Catholic schools, out of order. And also, stop paedophile priest as well maybe you want to write um okay and that's basically the end of it on that bombshell um that's the kind of end of the episode do you want me to cut it out daniela no, okay that is the end of the episode and what what a what a piece of poo episode yeah this is probably my least favorite episode that i've seen see i, I have a feeling like if you watch this with your parents and it was your parents episode you would have said this was a good episode why because I think if you watch this episode with other people in the same room, you have a different view and experience. Because I think other people... But isn't isn't the whole thing about uh, a controlled situation is that to get a fair outcome, you should have the same scenario for that each. That is true. So to get a fair result of which of my favourite episodes, I should watch each of them in the same condition. So I've watched all of them on my own, so... We, the, 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 yeah. 
That that's uh, you make a lot of sense there, Daniel. I don't I don't I think I've changed where I've watched it and who I've watched it with quite a few times. Um and I actually watched this again with um our guest that's coming up now, which is uh, Tom Stab. Um in the he's, he's inside a black hole if you remember, Daniela. Still there. We're still trying to figure out how he got there and why you have like black hole dust all over your hands. <laughs> Why have you got black hole dust all over you? I don't know what black hole dust is. But yeah. I know. Okay, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> but myself and Tom's dad watched this together on um, a black hole well, version let, of let's, Skype let's or something. Let's hope he gets out before we record the next series. <laughs> yeah, let's really hope. One more episode to get Tom's dad out. So, Tom Stab, are you there? Hello, Tom Stab in the dark. I'm right. First of all, I'm really, really, really sorry. I've put it on Google Plus. Um, I put it on Twitter. On Bebo. It's it's. I, I didn't do it on Bebo, no, but I, I should do. All the Astro I'm really, really sorry. I did not know that. I can. I knew they were on Friendster and Face Party. Is it because they're plowing all their money into trying to rescue Matt Damon from their space scenario? I think. I think so. I'm really, really Am sorry. Am I not? As important as Matt Damon, mate. I tweet. I tweeted it, and I said, "Please RT at NASA." Yeah, and no, the, no one RT'd it. They they didn't believe that you were in a black I'll hole. Do it. I'll do it. I'll because do it. you're on the internet the whole time, yeah. and you're making all these funny comments about stuff. Someone, I would have thought that someone at least like I've got a few followers. Maybe one yeah. person might take, might take my plight seriously. Well, like it's like you're saying, um, "Hi, I'm in a black hole." Lol. That's probably why they didn't take it seriously. Do you think I need to lose the log? I think so. If you did it, then it would be a national that outcry. Ruffle. You can do that, I think. What about emojis? I could do the rocket. If you did the, yeah. If you did the, like a... Um, poo emoji. If you did three poo emojis, then they would know it's serious. But you haven't pooed in five weeks because you don't need to in a black hole. Is that why I haven't been going? <laughs> yeah. I just thought I was been, really uptight and really have worried. You, have you been really trying to go for a poo in a black hole? It's just not, not working. I'm trying now. <laughs> Every time you speak to me, do you try? Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Um, but thanks very much for... Um, I'm sorry for disturbing whatever you do when you're in a black I've hole. I've got nothing else to do, but I've, I've watched yeah. pretty much everything on Netflix now, so I'm going to have to okay. start again. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. Um, so the episode we're talking about today is... Uh, well, it's, there's no time in the black hole, so at this moment in your, in your weird f- eternity lifespan is uh, Demons and Angels. Yes. Um, so, what's your Tom Stab in the dark about um, demons and angels? I really like this episode. I okay. I didn't think it wasn't one that when I went back and sort of uh, to rewatch the episodes, it wasn't yeah. one that jumped out at me and go, oh, I instantly you know like quarantine. I remember what that one was. About. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are certain episodes that you remember. Inquisitor. I remember what that's about. Holy shit! I know what yeah. that's about. Demons and angels. Quite a vague title. I couldn't yes, it remember is. what it specifically What do you think it should have been called? Uh, Sexy, Sexy Rimmer. Rimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Rimmer, Sexy yeah. Rimmer. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm down with that. And uh, like, so my issue with this episode is Is you were too turned on by Sexy <laughs> Rimmer and you couldn't concentrate. So apparently what is the the epitome of evil in a person is a cowboy. Yeah. 
a dirty robot. <laughs> yeah. A vampire cat. Yeah. Just because he's got. You big just teeth. you just described the the the, the last um, 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 Twilight film. <laughs> like yes, a, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. Like, and also, I really want to see an episode just of those guys. What they are up to, yeah, that would be cool. How have they survived this long? Surely they would have just killed each other. Well, I think because they're evil together. It's just like just a load of evil people. They don't... Who have they got to be... Like, is everyone in... Like, so, normal Red Dwarf crew. Yeah. Everyone that they meet... Not everyone, that's an exaggeration. Pretty Mm. much everyone that they meet is trying to... A large percentage of people are yeah, trying to kill them. That's right. They're evil already. Yeah. So I just want to see the evil adventures of the evil red dwarf. Have you been in this black hole for five weeks? Have you come across any... I've come across the evil Tom Stab. T- have you really? Yeah, yeah. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. So what's the evil Tom Stab like? He's not too dissimilar from evil, from sexy well, that evil. Was... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did so he not I... save you? or did he? Did, what was he doing? Did he? Just... In, but no, I, I got rid of him. Oh, okay. How, that sounds but how interesting. I did, <laughs> how I did that? Yeah, I did that because obviously, super supreme goodness, Tom Stab was there yeah. as well. So I just did a little um, like celebrity death match kind of, just right? Like threw one spear down for. But the, surely the bad one will always win. Well, no, actually, surprisingly, the the evil one was trying to do like this, this like stab them with the with the, the, the spear, with the spear, yeah, and slipped on the urine that you threw down. I'm really week. sorry about that. I and thought you wanted to drink. Himself. Right. So okay. You, like, so there's flaws in this black pretty, hole. Yeah. Slippery yeah. flaws. Yeah, slippery flaws. Right. So yeah. um, luckily, yeah, evil Tom Stab was defeated, and I'm now wearing his uh, skin. fishnet. No, no, not skin. <laughs> I'm not evil. I'm just, okay. I've just taken his fishnets. Okay, but I you can't. I need a change of clothes. It's been five weeks, Jeff. How, how did how did you because there's the, the absence of light? How did you see this happen? Or was I it just got the f- absence of touch, Jed? Oh, okay. So while they were fighting, <laughs> you were just like filling them both up. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. I could, no, I could kind of hear. Well, it's been five weeks. My yeah. senses have adapted, and right. now I can sort of. That's cool. It's okay. Well, like as we spoke about last week, um, we still don't know how or why you're in this black hole. Um, we think well, we get, Daniela Daniela's might be involved again. Yeah, well, well Daniela's by a silence. Yeah, Daniela, have you got anything to say? Of course, she hasn't. You're she, behind this. I know it. She's in this. She's in this weird silent fugue state. She's pretending. She's she's like moving her lips and just staring out into space. Well, like speaking in tongues, sort of thing. Kind of. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite worried. Mm-hmm. Um, she did say something earlier that. Um, she had to go somewhere afterwards. She had s- something to do. She had to pay for her sins. I didn't know what that meant. Mm. So, yeah, I guess there's only one, one episode left, so maybe we'll find out next week. <laughs> Who knows? Or maybe we'll drag it on for Series six, 7. Or, who knows? Um, well, thanks very much. Uh, any last stabs in the dark, Tom? Stab in the dark? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this episode was filmed first. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, there's a fact punch for you. Interesting. This seemed like the most complicated one as well, because... I, would, I can see why they wouldn't have put this one out first. This would yeah, have possibly freaked a lot of people would have been quite out. weak. The Holly ship... I don't think weak, relative. necessarily. Well, compared to, like, normal... Yeah, no, I think there that's... A, yeah. bit, def- there's definitely funny bits in it. Like, I, I like the bits, sort of, uh, when Rim, uh, when Lister gets taken over and uh, yeah. uh, eats the tarantula. And what about his laugh? <laughs> oh, what? Cowboy Yeah, Lister. yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand what. Why is he a cowboy? I have no idea. Yeah, it's very maybe that's the opposite also, of scouts. Uh, also, and if, like <laughs> <laughs> cowboys are the Muslim enemies of scousers, aren't they? Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you were to award, uh, get off me ranch. <laughs> I don't know. That is awful. That's, that's pretty bad. Impression. Okay. Um, if you were to award, 
I have a question for. Maybe I'll save this for next week when you. Yes, the finale. Again. Yeah. If the, okay. If we can get through to you, because we couldn't get really get through to you last week. But okay. So that was. Uh, thanks very much, Tom Stab in the thanks, Dark. Thanks, man. And like, stay really safe. Do, do step up those efforts because I'm I'm running out of clothes here. We yeah, we really really will. Um, I'm really really sorry about the diarrhea that came through um, the other day. Well, I think that might have been actually what Evil Rimmer slipped on and impaled. Ah, uh, okay. There was a bit of a smell, but yeah, I was... tried to blame it on Evil Rimmer. So okay, that's good. It, it was just loads and loads of diarrhea, guys. I'm really really sorry. Thanks, man. Um, okay, that's Tom Stab in the Dark. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was that was good. Tom Stab is still in that black hole, Daniela. But uh, we appreciate him making time, though I don't know what else he's going to do. And does time go into black holes? I think time is sucked in. Oh, I think so. I think I was in Interstellar. Okay. So, Tom, I hope you're having a good time, if time actually exists in your black hole. Um, and we'll see if he escapes next week. Daniela, now it is time uh, to see what the guys on the on the Red Dwarf forum, reddwarf.co.uk, thinks about this episode. If you want to join reddwarf.co.uk, it's very easy. Just go to reddwarf.co.uk, sign up, um, go to the uh, TV forum bit, and you can uh, tell us what you think of episodes we're going to do the same thing for episode six we probably i think we're going to put them all up at the same time as well so we're going to ask you what you think of every episode um so let us know and we will read out most of them but if they're rubbish we'll probably we'll edit not. them we'll only read out the nice ones <laughs> exactly um and here we go so what did the guys on the reddwarf.co.uk forum think of demons and angel stephen simpson says probably my least favorite episode of series five I agree with you. The highs and lows started to grate on me after a while, which makes me lose concentration for the rest of the episode. Good point. Simon Simon says, I agree with Stephen that this is my least... Because they talk to each other on the forum. I agree with Stephen that this is my least favourite of Series 5 too. It's not the high crew that bothered me so much. The lows just don't work anywhere near as well for me. Although Chris Barry's Rocky Horror Rimmer was the least worst, which I think is faint praise indeed. There's a few poorly done effects in this one too. Cat's dodgy fake teeth. The obvious use of dry ice in the kettle, since Steam doesn't usually sink. Good point. And the obviously fake spider when this is forced to eat it. Still overall pretty good, just not great. Simon, do you want did you want um did you want this to eat a real spider? Is that what it was? Hard to please on that on the redwolf.co.uk forum. Hard to please on the redwolf.co.uk forum. Phoebe, uh, she says about Demons and Angels, I think I like Low Rimmer a little bit too much. Low Lister got my nerves with his laugh. The high version of the ship didn't seem to have that much imagination um, as they were all the same character. Yeah, good point, Phoebe. I would have liked to see some variation on both versions of the ship instead of just the low ship. Very good point. Uh, DJ McBell, he says, Demons and Angels, another good one. I think you're completely wrong there. I think the reveal of the low Rimmer makes it because let's face it, all the other high-low characters are rubbish by comparison. Yes, I agree. Hello My Pretty is an absolutely brilliant introduction line by Chris, as well as I think it was, I'm going to lash you to within an inch of your life, and then I'm going to have you. The excuses made for the low crew by the high crew, poor devil, his gun must have gone off, gone off accidentally, and high Crichtons and Cat's belief that a grenade was a greeting gift, and they should bask in its glow before it kills them, neatly removing them from a story and the need for the crew to worry about multiple cats and Crichtons. And rest in peace, Red Dwarf model, the one that didn't fall off a shelf. Okay, that was good. Thank you very much, DJ McBell. And that's all we've got from redwolf.co.uk forum for this week. And that was the view of redwolf.co.uk board. Thank you very much. Pretty much guys. in agreement. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much in agreement. Uh, a few outliers, though. A few people that actually loved it. Strange. Weird, weird <laughs> guys. 
Um, okay, well, we've got one more thing. Let's see what the Smegheads charts oh, have to say. This will be a good say. one. This will be a good one. <laughs> and now it's the Smegheads charts for Demons and Angels. Number one, Polymorph. Number two, Backwards. Number three, Quarantine. Number four, Thanks for the Memory. Number five is Maroon. Number six, Inquisitor. Number seven, Justice. Number eight, Better Than Life. Number nine, Stay Sleek. Number ten is Quig. Will this go into the top ten, Daniela? No. I don't think so either. Should we just agree that we'll, we'll put this right at the bottom? Yeah. This one goes yeah. right at the bottom. It's my least favourite episode. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. I agree with that. So it's down there with Waiting for God and the end, yeah. which is the first episode. Yeah. And Me Squared. Ah, oh, poor Me Squared. It was, I, it was I a prefer decent. the end of Me Squared to this episode. To be fair, though, there's a lot of bad episodes of Red Dwarf coming. So. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk about those bad episodes of Series <laughs> 7 and 8 because I'm going to absolutely slam it. We'll and we have a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for those episodes. So... People may be thinking, oh, I'm going to tune out after season six. I don't care about season seven and eight. They're going to be the best ones. Um, so, yeah, that was Smegheads Charts. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. Actually, I, I usually give you kind of a bit of a bit of uh, the, the lead in, in, in this a lot of the time. I, I kind of concede to you, but except for last week. We, yeah, I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, we'll, uh, that's Smegheads Charts for this week. And that was a Smekers charts, and that is fair enough. Yeah, I agree with that. That is fair enough. Um, so that's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. What have we got to do next, Danielle? We've got to talk about where we can find us on the internet. I'm at Danielle with one L Phillips on Twitter. And I'm at Jed Shepherd on Twitter. J e d s h e p h e r d. Same on Instagram. Um, and you can find me on postpoprecords.com. Uh, postpoppodcast.com slash smegheads if you want to see stuff um, and yeah anything else you want to plug any other podcasts you want to kind of give a shout out to uh, no no I'm uh... yeah so I will see you guys and I guess Daniela will see you guys next week let's hope we rescue Tom well this week because they're all uh, yeah. listening to the morning oh. I'm hoping they're pacing <laughs> that out otherwise you're going to have to wait for like a month until the next one or maybe longer um, so yeah we'll see you guys next time bye Bye, Smickheads. Smickheads is produced by Jed Shepherd. That's me. And it's part of the Postpop Network. If you want to find out more about what podcasts we have and what records we release, go to postpoprecords.com. Also, check out Monkey Tennis.